that that was like my favorite thing, you know, because that's what I want to happen. I mean, I had a mom just email me and said her daughter couldn't put the books down. She went read all three in a weekend, <laughs> which was yeah. a lot for a kid. She's like in fifth grade. Yeah. So, you know, so I know it's working. I know it's touching hearts and I know, um, you know, it's, it's something that I feel really would benefit being out there in the world on a big scale. I would love to do, like I think I told you before, like playgrounds for underserved schools. Oh yeah. I'd love to do scholarships for kids. Um, there's so much I have. I would love them to be, I know I have the videos, but I would love the big screen. Like when you mentioned the, the Marvel movies, I would yeah. love them to be on the big screen. I would love live theater shows like Good Eggs Live. I picture myself, we have a beautiful Fox Theater here in Detroit. I picture myself in the upper balcony looking down at all the kids having fun at the live show. And I would have like a whole bunch of front row seats reserved for kids who couldn't maybe afford to go. Martians landed, yes. wearing Prada suits, yes. drinking Henry's seltzer, yes. chewing juicy fruit. Yes, and your branding here. Yes, brand. Your message here. Yes, and a verse about. Yes, your product here. Yes, I'm Hirsch Redman. Yes, and I'm a message therapist. Yes, and I have a podcast. Yes, brand. That's right. That's it. Yes, we'll help you fix the world. Yes, or your bottom line. All right. Your bottom line. Get it. I get it. Welcome to the Yes Brand Podcast. Yes. I am here today with Sandy Sharamataro, who is the author of the Good Eggs series of children's books. She is also the founder of the Good Egg Foundation. And we will talk a little bit about, about the foundation and the work that it's doing that has sprung from this series of, of books that she's written. But we're also going to talk about what we can do to get the Good Eggs series out there to more people. Because, uh, because as an educator, as a writer, and as someone with a really good heart, Sandy wants to see this thing kind of fulfill its potential. Sandy, welcome to the S Brand Podcast. Thanks, Hirsch. I'm excited to be here. And that was it's, a great intro. Thank you. Oh, my <laughs> you, pleasure. You summed it up perfectly. Good. Okay, so that's a good start. We're off yeah. to a... We're off to a really good start. I like to have my guests do what I call the one floor elevator pitch. Like you, you, you know, if you're really pressed and you really want to communicate to people what you're about, you have to be crunched, you know, into doing it. So, uh, so tell, give the audience the one floor pitch. Well, the one floor pitch would be that I'm an author of a children's book series and it teaches virtues, diversity and service. And out of that grew the Good Eggs Foundation, where I help kids. I egg them. I help kids in need. So my hope for the whole, the whole project, it keeps getting bigger and bigger, is that kids would internalize the, the lessons that are taught in the books and that they would naturally become just, you know, oh, I should do the right thing or I should, I should help this person, you know, that it would become part of who they are. Right. Well, that was really good. That was really well said. You have, the bearing of a of an experienced educator and speaker, so you have that going for you. That's a great that's a great thing going in. Um, talk to me a little bit about the characters in the books, and maybe start with the first. There's three books. There's three books. Yeah. So the first one is the Good Egg. So it's these characters here, right? And I went through, and you know, I wanted to get creative and build the brand 
And they're, all their names have egg in them. So this is Peggy. And this is Gregory with two G's. And yeah, this is Meg with two G's. And this is Bennett, or this is Reggie with two G's. Sigourney, S-E-G-G, and then Benedict. Benedict, <laughs> uh, he has some issues at times, and so does Peggy. But the friends, they help each other. And, for example, this first book, you can see they go back to school in September. And then, so I, I structured it like a year. Okay, so uh -huh. each month, like the first chapter, September, understanding. So a little situation will occur. Well, they'll learn about understanding and so on and so forth. You can see so, forgiveness, gratitude, so, generosity. So the, book, so the book was A Year in the Life of the Good Eggs. Correct. And they're learning lessons along the way. Yeah, like how to be, you know, compassionate and empathetic and gentle with each other. So you see them learn and grow in, in the year. And their teacher's name is Ms. Poach, which is kind of my nice. alter ego. <laughs> okay. So this, this takes a year, and then they come back from that, or they stay in their hometown, and in one of those chapters, they win a recycling contest, and the United Nations actually ends up recognizing them for that. And they send them on a trip around the world to learn about diversity. Awesome. So they go to 10 countries, and what they do is they learn and customs and culture, so you can kind of see they go to you know Chile, Zambia, Australia, all the way around the world. And they end up learning that the world is really full of good eggs, right? And everybody just wants to be heard and loved and respected and let them carry on in peace. So they have a, a really, I love the last chapter in this book because they wrap it all up for the UN about what they learned. And they take a piece from every country and they created a poem on what they learned around the world. So I love that book. It's a lot of research. I loved writing that book. And they stay in their uh, hometown. So that takes another year. And they learn the importance of community service. So they help children and they help the elders. That's backwards. They go and to they a are, animal shelter. They are eggs, Sandy, right? You can, Pardon? you can, you can, for those who can't see yeah. the picture, they are eggs. They're eggs. They're egg children. They're eggs. They're egg children. They're egg children. And they have the, they have, they, they, they are adorable eggs. Yes. And they just have a kind of a simple, but very, uh, very uh, evocative look to them. Yes, you know? and a meaningful impact as well. So in the community, they go in all aspects of a community. So they help children and elders, and they go to an animal shelter and a food bank. They put on a health program and go to a nature center. So they learn everything there is to know. They, the UN kind of labels them as ambassadors for their own community. So mm -hmm. they learn over a course of three years right? How to be kind, how to be good. They learn about other people, how to treat other people around the world. And then they learn about their own hometown and how to live within a community. So it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of adventures that they go on. There's so much that they learn. I've had such great feedback from parents and teachers. So I feel passionate about them and that they need to be out there. Their message needs to be heard. Well, that is, the, that is where it all starts is the passion. Yeah. You know, uh, oh. if if you have passion for it and it you're driven, mm -hmm. there's really no limit. There is no, you know, it makes everything easier from there. I was going to ask you how how it is it is it something that's in schools right now? How many schools is it just in um, Michigan? It's 
It's no, it's um, in some schools. I I've donated a lot to underserved schools, and mm. then I've had a few schools purchase as their character education program because it is it's a social emotional learning. That's the category that it falls right. under. So I've had luck at book shows actually. And also another cool thing I did was I did book one into a set of 12 episodes videos. And those videos just got picked up by the Michigan Learning Channel. And they're going to start airing December 5th. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So Monday and Wednesdays for all of December and all of January. So that'll be on the Michigan Learning Channel? Yeah. And you can watch on live stream. Oh, that'll be great. Well, this will come out. The, because the the whole series is launching soon, yes. this will come out around that time. So, to, oh, so hopefully, hopefully it'll come out before the fifth, okay. and we can give kind of a heads up to listeners yes. to uh, to check it out, like on live stream. Yes, um, they can. And I'll, I'm just finishing up my flyer for it, so I can send it to you too if you wanted to. Oh yeah, show notes Please. or something. Yeah, please. Okay. That would be great. So it seems like there's a good deal of humor in the stories. Yeah. How do you how do you come at that? You're you're the audience for the books, by the way, is five to twelve and their yes. parents. You five know? to twelve ish, you know, depending on the reading level. I've had teachers and parents read to the younger ones, and then I've had the older ones, you know, third, fourth, fifth graders can read on their own. So yeah, it just depends on the reading level of the child. So yeah. Yeah. So how do you approach the the humorous aspects of the stories? Well, the some of them, like some of them only a parents would get probably, but yeah. uh, a lot of them, um, I, you know, just, I like to be humorous myself. Like this, this one part, Peggy likes ketchup on her ice cream. Okay. And the other eggs, so Reggie's her cousin. So he knows that about her. And when the other eggs found out, they're like, what? You know, but then they came to understand that. And in one, one chapter, she was very upset. Her parents were splitting up and she was very upset and the eggs were helping her, and they went and got her a bowl of vanilla ice cream, put some ketchup on it for her, so that made her smile. So different things like that. That happened when my kids were little. Someone that we knew used to actually put mustard on his ice cream. Why, I don't oh, know. Wow. But my kids always found that really odd. So we used to laugh about it, so I incorporated that in a different way in the books. So, And then I again, look- one. go ahead. Oh, well, it's very important what I was going to say. I was interrupting you to say that I do love french fries in ice cream or in milkshakes that now that i've heard that's i don't french think, fry i started yeah. that in high school yeah dipping french fries in milkshakes yeah do yeah. you have wendy's where you are yeah Wendy's. you dip french fries in the wendy's frosty oh okay yeah i could see where awesome. that, would, awesome. that would be good so we don't always advocate the healthiest solution <laughs> for kids but we do but we, but but you know but the, the kindest good, the kindest. kindest. Well, let's talk about kindness for a moment. I have a chapter in the book that I'm writing that uh, that's called "Kindness is Not a Weakness," because we we sometimes are uh, are taught to to have this, you know, the protective exterior. To you know, if you're if you're too nice, if you're you know all that all that stuff that that people being kind is not always reciprocated is there sometimes a danger to kindness or a consequence for uh for going too easy on somebody who maybe didn't treat you right or you know how 
How do you approach some of those lessons? I don't think there's ever a danger to kindness. I think, you know, you can only do you. You can't control somebody reacting and you shouldn't be kind to get a reward, right? You should just be kind because that's your nature and that's that's how you want to be, not to expect someone to return it to you. So just being kind, you know, is actually power because it actually lowers your stress level, right? And it, it shows that you're doing the right thing, even when other people aren't. You can't control other people. You can only control yourself. So being kind is the best option, I believe. I mean, you, yeah, you want revenge and all that, but <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's not worth it. You hold on to something so tight and it just, it occupies your whole mind and, you know, it's just not worth it. You, you need to just clear your head, do the right thing, and keep walking. So, yeah, uh, you can't help if they don't re- reciprocate. But, you know, yeah, they might down and- the road, they might think about that later and say, huh, maybe I wasn't so nice to, to that person. Yeah, I mean, you're setting, a, you're setting an example of how you want to be treated by treating mm-hmm. people kindly. The right. fact that it may take people a while or they may be going through stuff like that's that's a big thing. Like mm-hmm. I like as I go through life and we meet meet people with differing opinions and sometimes mm-hmm. people are short tempered. Now right. it's the holidays where people are going to be spending time with family, mm-hmm. not always family that they agree with. Right. Um, you know, yeah. but I think but I think that the uh, taking the point of view that you're you're giving everybody the benefit of the doubt, you know, if they are being jerky for whatever reason you know, they, they, they might be going through something. They might have, you know, assume that the person, that there's goodness inside, assume right. that everybody is a good egg. Right, you know, exactly. When we last spoke, we talked a little bit about um, some of the tie-ins that you can do with mm-hmm. the brand dairies, dairy farms, and things mm-hmm. like that. And I, I do think that's a great avenue because if you think yeah. about it, that's, I mean, what most classes, at least I did when I was young, my kids did, tour dairy farms, right. go to farms and do all right. that stuff. So I do think that there's a there's a great opportunity there. I've reached for, out to two, like to be yeah. sponsors for these Michigan uh, Michigan Learning Channel is an affiliate of PBS. So I reached uh-huh. out to two to kind of sponsor, but I haven't heard back. You know, it's hard to break through. Um, yes. So I did. I reached out to two dairy farms. Because I remember we talked about that. And, you know, when we say, um, you know, I say in this book on the back that, you know, a cracked egg should be handled with care. That's nice. That's like Benedict. He's he's got a lot of issues going on. But underneath it all, he's good. Well, on a practical level, what happens when the egg is a little cracked? Like in the store, in a story, like. He runs away a lot. He he doesn't want to associate. He is angry. He always doubts himself. He doesn't have a lot of self-esteem. So the other eggs, his friends help him realize that. Like he says, I'm not good looking and I'm not very smart and I can't do math. Like they're always these, I can't, I can't, I can't. And they point out what he can do. And then he starts to get a little, you know, a little self-confidence. And then he starts to realize, oh, okay. The one that's the chapter on generosity when he's like, I'm not giving away any of my toys because that was one of the assignments and from the teacher. And they said, well, we'll help you. Never mind. And he slams the door and, and they, they just take their time with him. 
and they end up, he, he ends up kind of coming around and he says, well, will you help me pick out a toy, you know, that I can give? And, and one of the Sigourney says, sure, I'll come over after school. We'll do it together. You know, so it, it's, it's much more involved in that, but that's kind of a short version. So then he ends up finding, she goes, see, I told you, you have a generous side. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I guess I just had to look for it. You know, so you got to just, you got to go easy sometimes, right? It's yeah. easy for us to just blow up and say, well, you're a jerk and I'm out of here. You know, and it's yeah. not to say that you should be take any gruff from people. It's not to say you'd be a doormat, right? right. And you, there's boundaries you have to set and there's space maybe you have to keep in between people for a while. But you should always, my opinion, take the high road. Try to be, be the, yeah. the kinder person. And the lessons that they learn can be, you know, as you, if you, from a branding perspective, you think about the characters, you know, if this were a movie, if this were a superhero right. movie, a Marvel movie. Which you is know, on my list. It's on my list. <laughs> that's right. Each character would, would have their own movie poster, you know, would have right. their own thing. And I can definitely see a campaign as well, because there are all these different personality types that kids and parents relate right. to. And I think. Kids being aware that parents go through these, have to make these choices mm-hmm. and have to take the high road sometimes or have to be faced with the choice of right. taking the high road or, or going into the dirt, you know, right. going into the mud. Mm-hmm. And I think it fortifies kids to see their parents model that behavior where they take the high road, not to shelter them so that they think that everything's perfect. No. That's the worst thing, I think. Right. I mean, yeah. I only know my experience is I'm not an educator, I'm a, just, but I'm a parent. Yeah. And my experience has been that the worst thing you can do is set the expectation that everything's going to be perfect. Exactly. You know? And that's what I say, because I have a parent blog on my website. And that's exactly, it's for the parents or anybody in the life of the child. And that's exactly the things I say. So I go through each of the chapters, you know, like, how do we model understanding? You know, we stand under, you know, we kind of of try to put yourself in their shoes, right? Empathetic. So it's it's a detailed parent blog that I have. It's just like they're short one to two minute reads, but it's every week. And that helps parents to journey through the books and model the behavior that's being taught in the books as well. Oh, that's good. What's the blog called? The Good Eggs. Yep. So it's on my website. So if you go to blog, the blog tab, mm-hmm. you can sign up. And you'll automatically get one each week. And they're just short. Like right now, we're in, um, we'll be starting December. We'll be starting the Virtue of Generosity. But you can read the back ones too. Right. So, yeah. That's yeah. great. So it's cool. Well, you know, and and the, and the so if you were to, to kind of look ahead, you know, a year. Yes. And, you know, you're continuing to diligently work on the book, uh, on the books and, 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 getting them to more people where, how far would you like to see this go? Or is there a milestone, let's say that you say, Oh, well, this would be the next for this brand. This would be the next milestone. My milestone is so that I can be, have a salary to where I can retire from teaching and then work on this full time so that I don't have to, you know, because there's still house payment, things like that. Right. So that I can feel like not worried about, Oh my gosh, this bill's due, that bill's due. You know, I would like to get it to a point where there's a salary coming in for me to live to still market the books and then build on from there. 
the yeah. books, the website. Like I said, the parent blog, I have a newsletter. And then I also have a kid's podcast too, where it's kind of like an audible book. So I read the chapters and there's sound effects and uh, in there. So if the kids, you know, wanted to journey through the books, you know, say parents are in the car and they want to put that on for them, um, they can also, you know, learn about the books that way too. So they're audio, they're audio books. Yeah. Or right. Right. I call there it the isn't... podcast, but, but it's me pretty much reading the chapters, but there's sound well, effects and things like that. Because, because I do think, and I, I probably have mentioned this, was that I think a pod, an actual podcast would be right. great. Yes. And I, don't, I don't remember you did, you, you were interested in it, but you, but it seemed like a lot to. It is. It's a lot like I have a lot on my plate right now, but I love that idea. I yeah. love that idea of having like, even like kids on there. You know, right? Like kids as guests to relate to other kids. So. Yeah, you know, to make it even more relatable. You know, relating to to other kids. You know, you mentioned divorce. The there are obviously some 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 heavier topics yeah. in the in the books. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that the kids go through in the stories? So some of the things. So for example, with the understanding, Benedict had to move from his previous town. And he was not happy about it because his, his dad got a new job and he had to leave his friends. So that's why he was acting out. So the kids addressed right. the idea of having to move and that we're going to be here for you. And he was afraid, well, what if I have to move again? Then I'm going to lose you too. And so they kind of comforted him. They helped him write to his old friends as they made friends with him, you know, to bridge that transition. So that's one thing. Benedict jumps the gun on another chapter. He thinks he's not invited to a party where he what he didn't have all the picture. He only heard a little snippet of something and he had jumped to an assumption that he wasn't invited, but he really was. So he messed up the party snacks and things like that. And then he had to say how sorry he was. So he realized I assumed something that wasn't true. Gosh, the thing about generosity, about giving their toys, he didn't want to do that. Um, oh, things that he was grateful for in the gratitude chapter. He was, wasn't, wasn't grateful for anything, right? He just couldn't think of anything. Well, Gregory fell and he broke his ankle and then he, he couldn't walk. So he was grateful that he was able to walk before. Well, they took Benedict to go see Gregory. And then he made, realized himself, oh, I guess I'm lucky I can walk and I can play baseball and I can do this. You know, Gregory can't do that right now. So they, they took him to help him realize it for himself. Um, the thing with Peggy, her parents are going through a, a split and she's very nervous about it. She's very upset about it. She loves both parents. She doesn't know what to do. And she wasn't concentrating on something that she was supposed to be putting a beanstalk together. And when one of the eggs climbed up it, it fell because she didn't fasten the hooks properly because her mind was on problems at home. So anyway, they, they realized the one egg got mad at her, but then they realized why that happened. And they kind of walked her through, we're going to be here for you. Maybe you can try get your parents to cooperate, no matter what the result will be. At least if they are cooperating, there'll be some peace, right? And then you can yeah. learn normal and how to live that way. And so she felt better with that. And then they said, you can always 
come to us, Peggy, you know, for any, if there's anything going on. And so she felt comforted. And then that's when they got her the bowl of ice cream with the ketchup on it. Yes. What would, what would help us imagine a world, let's say where there's a podcast is yeah. the future of the characters, you know, um, obviously with kids shows and yeah. kids books, they, they don't, it's not like they age out, you know, they don't, they don't right. get to be, you know, Arthur would be in his third year of medical school at least, yeah, right. you know, right. or whatever it might be, you know, but, but, but they, so they stay within kind of a certain framework at the same time they learn lessons. Yeah. And the important thing is the, is the lessons, but are there, are there like more books in the offing? Well, I'm really focused on these three right now to get them out there because they do cover a lot of ground, mm -hmm. you know, with the, the virtues. It was, I have to say, it was kind of tough to pick just 12 for this first book, like to focus on, but I just kind of felt, I just picked 12 that I thought were most important because you could write how many books on different virtues, right? You right. could keep going and going and going. But, and then the same with the countries. It was hard to choose 10 countries because there's so many. That's a lot. Things. I mean, this, how many pages are each of the books? They're pretty long, but they're, the chapters aren't that long. And then I put these little stopping points where if kids just wanted to read so much, there's like these little asterisks where they could stop in the middle of a chapter. Okay. So like this first one, you know, it's a hundred and some pages. So they're chapter books. Mm -hmm. 132. 132 is this first one. Okay. But they're broken down into segments that are very, very easy to digest for kids. Yeah. Like I said, within chapters, there's stopping points. And then there's, yeah. you know, stop at a chapter. So, and it's bigger print. You know, it's, it's pretty simple to read. Yeah. And then I got each word, like, highlighted depending on what virtue they're on. So, oh, good. It's fun. Yeah, I find, I find that, that kids that age... And that range, like, you know, if they like a book, if they like a certain book, they will keep reading it. They will read it over. They will right. re put, read a chapter and put it aside, but then read that same book again, yeah. you know, when they, they will go back to that book. So it's not, it, you know, it's similar actually to when they're really little and they like that same book over and over right. again. Right. You know, except that instead of it being, you know, 10 pages or 20 pages, it's 130 pages. Uh -huh. And then um, they get that accomplishment of finishing a chapter book, too. Yeah. That, yeah. They know. love that. They love that, 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 that accomplishment yes. thing. Well, for the audience that doesn't, that isn't familiar, mm -hmm. talk a little bit, if you would, about the Good Egg Foundation okay. and the work that that does, because I think that's also integral to the growth of the of the, of it the books, you know, themselves, of the series itself. And the branding as well. Yes. So, you know, I really just kind of intended to write one book, and then I, I loved the characters so much that it kind of morphed into three books, and I had each one, you know, Virtues, Diversity, Service kind of follow each other. So then I still felt it wasn't done, and I said I want to put the books into action. So I created the Good Eggs Foundation. And since the books are on a monthly basis, the chapters are on a monthly basis. That's how I run the foundation. So each month, what I do is I seek out an, either an organization or a family that might need help with their children. And I, I tell them they've been egged. Okay. So keeping with right. the theme of 
the books. It just depends. Every month is different, which has really been wonderful. I've been meeting so many great people. I met a man here that builds beds for kids coming out of homelessness, and he needed bedding for those beds. So I said, you've been ached. And I went and got a bunch of those bed in a bags and brought them to him for the kids when they get their beds. I've done baby monitors for a foster closet. They needed a whole bunch for foster parents that were, you know, going to foster kids. I've set up learning libraries, math tutoring programs, mittens. There's an organization here called Mittens for Detroit. So we egged them with a whole bunch of mittens that they could pass out to kids in the wintertime. So each month it's different. So it's just been great. And I haven't missed a month yet since October 2019. That's when we started. That's so incredible. It's been what? great. Yeah, Even COVID. Everything yeah, COVID was a challenge. So we had to kind of do things virtually or I had a mask on and I went to one of our big box um, stores. Do you have Meyer at where you are? Meyer's uh, not that I know of. Oh, okay, well, they're pretty popular around here. And I went there and I just, I went to one in Detroit mm-hmm. and I sought out people that had little children and I said, here, you've been egged. And I just gave them gift cards, Meyer gift cards, so they could get things. One mom lost her job during COVID and she had to take her little girl out of dance. She was a single mom and she was trying to make ends meet and the little girl loved, loved to dance. So someone brought that to my attention and I called her and I said, you know what? You've been egged. We're going to pay for your little girl's dance lessons. And she danced virtually, you know, like they, the, the uh-huh. teacher still had the dance lessons over Zoom. So that was kind of a creative way to still continue the eggings. So we yeah. got through it. We have a food bank here that did a backpack program and we just went there and help them with that, you know, masks on and distancing. And so different things we got through, through COVID that way. Some were just donations, monetary donations, but now we're back on, on the track and we can go visit people and egg them properly. <laughs> well, but you know, Sandy, what it, what it makes me think is that obviously the, the potential for exponential good deeds oh. is incredible because if, if you had the reach, if you had the reach of, you know, of the books being widely, widely seen and read, and then the, you know, let's say a podcast or appearances or whatever, whatever it might be, but mm-hmm. that, that these calls to action are extended to communities where people want to do that. There are I communities people would love to set up, you know, uh, a, a branch, yes. you know, of the Good Egg Foundation. And it's one, um, it's one of my visions too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, you know, and I, and I haven't figured out yet what, what I want to do with this show either to, I mean, obviously it's great exposure for the, for the brand to be on. And as we build an audience, like we did with the first podcast, right? you know, we'll reach more people and there will be ways to reach you and there'll be, you know, so it's going to do good that way. But I do think that, it would be great if there's some way to use the the visibility of the show to to help the people that come on and 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 yeah. you know and say okay let's uh you know whether it's libraries or bookstores or you know animators or uh you know whatever it might be i think it's yeah. all things are like that you know there's and 
there is purpose in almost every brand, you know, so, so the line between what is, you know, you have the foundation, but you also have the books and you have, you know, you, you want some independence and you want to be able to see these books really get out there. And ultimately be the custodian of the Good Eggs brand, Correct. you know, mm-hmm. but not have to be doing everything yourself. Right, right. Which, which I, you know, I teach full time and I do this full time. So it's like a lot. So I'd like to phase out of the teaching part and still, you know, do this for my my life's work. And I've had great feedback, so I know it works. I had a teacher email me that said after her fifth graders read book three about service, they did every bit of service in there for their own community. Yeah, that's and that, great. That, that was like my favorite thing, you know, because that's what I want to happen. I mean, I had a mom just email me and said her daughter couldn't put the books down. She went read all three in a weekend, <laughs> which was yeah. a lot for a kid. She's like in fifth grade. Yeah, so, you know, so I know it's working. I know it's touching hearts, and I know um, – you know, it's, it's something that I feel really would benefit being out there in the world on a big scale. I would love to do, like I think I told you before, like playgrounds for underserved schools. Oh, yeah. I'd love to do scholarships for kids. There's so much I have. I would love them to be, I know I have the videos, but I would love the big screen. Like when you mentioned the, the Marvel movies, I would yeah. love them to be on the big screen. I would love live theater shows like Good Eggs Live. I picture myself, we have a beautiful Fox Theater here in Detroit. I picture myself in the upper balcony looking down at all the kids having fun at the live show. And I would have like a whole bunch of front row seats reserved for kids who couldn't maybe afford to go and let them enjoy the show. And then have merchandise. And can you imagine little plush eggs, how cute those would be? Yeah. T-shirts. And then I would be there signing books. And with all that revenue... What kind of eggings could I do? A ton of beautiful yeah. eggings. So yeah. that's and that, my vision, Hirsch. And that's great. I mean, you know, so, well, we'll stay in touch and we'll, okay. you know, I'll put, I'll put some of these ideas also in the show notes, you know, I think okay. is what I'm going to be doing. Like there are ideas and, you know, sometimes there are ideas you can act on and sometimes they're just ideas where if someone sees the show and sees the show notes and goes, ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. You know, whether it's the dairy thing. Or, you know, I think that it is going to emanate from the characters in the story. It's going to be their personalities and their lessons Mm -hmm. taken to another, to another level. And then, you know, like you point, like you said, the the podcast with kids sharing Mm -hmm. lessons that they've learned. I think, I think that would be like a really great thing for kids to understand that, you know, it's not even the the cracked egg thing. I think everybody feels mm-hmm. cracked. I think it's oh, almost all, all the time, right? It's, it's almost like if we envision, you know, because the eggs are are metaphorical in the sense that they're they're eggs, but they're obviously, yeah. you know, they're not they're not breaking, they're right. not completely breaking, they're not getting eaten. Right. You know, the world that we build and that you've created around around the the characters is insulated in the sense that it's insulated from reality to a certain degree in order to teach the lesson but i think it would be great to get to do a campaign like i think in terms of like all these things are great but you have to put them in a order which you know hopefully you'll be doing in the next few months you'll be kind of 
or structuring this vision right. of yours. Right. Because right. I have no doubt that it's attainable. It's a, a question of, of the organization. Yes, um, exactly. But I love the idea of working on some campaigns where, you know, we take a character or a lesson, whether it's like the kindness thing that we, that we talked mm-hmm. about, or mm-hmm. it's the, you know, it's any of the lessons that Benedict goes through, you know, any of these things, any of these things that you take it and you isolate it as a, as a campaign with an intention, mm-hmm. with involvement from the foundation, mm-hmm. with the book that it comes from kind of yeah, oh, like the this chapter is, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go, this was what I did want to forget was that, you know, the first book there, their local, you know, you're meeting the characters. The second book, they get that UN thing and they go yeah. and they go travel. Yeah. You know, so that if you were doing launches and you did, you launch the, the first book, you know, one year, and then the next year you're really launching in earnest the second book, but that's when this thing could go global. So right. that you actually have partners in different countries that are translating the book, you know, so that the book going, you know, they're going to 10 countries can be 10 countries that are now carrying the book yeah. that have translated the book. It would take a year to get that sure. yeah. all set up. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, I think, I think there's so much that can be learned and so much that can be done. And I'm really glad you came on. Is there a message like a, you know, this is kind of the holidays and stuff that we're going into. We're going into Thanksgiving yes. uh, this weekend. And when this, when this airs, it'll, it'll be not long after, you know, a few weeks after, um, what, what would be a message for the, for, for listeners, for parents well, and, and adults and, I think just, you know, just be grateful going into Thanksgiving, right? Just count your blessings because things can change in an instant, right? We've all seen that. So look at the positive. I know it might sound cliche, but it's really true to look at things that I know that I like to think of every night, write down five things or just think in your head, five things that were really great today. And you know, that puts you at peace. Let go of the things we, there could be 10 great things and one bad thing happens and we, we focus on that bad thing, right? Let those good things, you know, push out that bad thing. And, and it really does help you. It really does yeah. help bring you calm, peace, focus, so that you can relate to others and empathize with others and, you know, connect with others on a kind level. It yeah. really does it really does bring you peace in your life and it really brings you wholeness. I believe. There you go. Is that we, we all get, we all get a little cracked here and there, but through kindness and gratitude, we become whole again. That's, that's a beautiful Mm -hmm. scent. That's your, that's what you just said. Essentially. I just said it differently, but that's, Mm -hmm. that's the sentiment. That's a beautiful Mm -hmm. sentiment. And something, you know, with Benedict, he messes up over and over and over again. And the eggs keep trying. Like they don't ever not stop trying. They don't ever write them off. So I think that's important too. And by the end of book three, you see how he is. So <laughs> I don't want to tell you, but he really grows. All right. If you liked the show, yes, and it worked for you. Yes, and subscribe and leave a yes, five-star review. Yes, friend. Tell all your friends. Yes, friend. Get your branding here. Yes. Get your branding here. Yes, friend. Did I make it clear? Yes, friend. Get your branding on.